This episode of The Cutting Room is sponsored by Grass Valley's Edia 6. Check out the new Edia 6 at www.grassvalley.com. All right, Lauren, what is this? Welcome to Lauren's Render Files. Cue music. <laughs> Yay. What, in addition to the right equipment, does it take for the job of film editing? So, uh, what happened to your finger? We had a lot of a huge Twitter discussion going about a week yeah, ago. It was a little hectic. You want to tell um, us the story? I was cutting a film, old school. <laughs> no, I was um, I was pretending that I knew how to do some quilting, and I was using a rotary blade, and I rotaried my finger right off, but just the side, the and just the half of the tip. But yeah, well, like the side of the nail and some stuff. Anyways, it really hurt. Well, yeah, it really hurt. But um, we live right next to a hospital, so we just skedaddled. Across. Yeah. I think you should retell that, but more exciting, because if a producer's listening, maybe you can spin it off into a show, like a movie, like 127 hours. Right, yeah. I, I felt like it, because we'd watched that. Um, the, day the night before and so you know I really understood because it was really tricky to wash my hair um, I'm not gonna lie it was hard <laughs> to fall asleep it really hurt <laughs> and I only had the use of one full hand and the other one I was missing a finger it was very tricky but not to poke fun at the situation of course because or belittle it or belittle it because really I'd rather <laughs> not go into that that's why I don't do anything outdoors now it's time for Tell me. big news. Mm-hmm. So we're shutting down our Facebook group <gasps> and building our Facebook page. So we've been telling you about our Facebook page for the last while. But when we originally started years ago, back in the Stone Age, when Facebook didn't even have fan pages, we had Good to start old days. a group. And the problem is, is Facebook doesn't really have much in the groups that you can do. So it's just for the listeners who haven't been to our fan page. Uh, we're shutting down the group, and you can go to facebook.com slash artguillotine. Good stuff. Yeah, so we've been sending, if you've been listening to the podcast, we've always been sending you to facebook.com slash artguillotine. But if you've been a member of our user group, you should be switching over. So does that mean that um, they have to like you? Yes, they have to like us. Okay, so you have to actively click and like. Yeah. You don't have to, but it would be really super. And I think we should have a Lawrence Render Files page that you totally manage yourself and just let me know how it goes <laughs> and see how many people like it. Because I can't, I can't imagine it's going to do so well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but with that, we're, the nice thing about the Facebook fan pages, which if you're into coding, web coding, it's good, is you can actually program into it. And we're in the early phases, but we've added the podcast to it. So you can now listen to the podcast in Facebook. Oh, that's cool. But we're going to be adding things like the show notes today. Starting today, we're adding show notes. Has anyone ever suggested that you do something like that before? Uh, I think my producer has. Yeah, like forever ago. So yeah. great. I think this is very good. Yes. You're definitely so going the right direction. So we will be having show notes with the books that we talk about, the movies that we talk about, any references such as today, cut notes we discussed the new software from digital rebellion yeah uh and you can actually go and check it out and go to the links and check out what what the stuff's like 
Yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, after the lecture, you want to peruse some of the material, do a deep dive into uh, the various areas that were covered. So I think it'll be great. And especially with all the different ways that you can access everything these days, you could, you know, end up hearing about a movie that you've never even heard about and go on Netflix. Chances are I'll be there because they have all of the stuff that you've never heard about on it. And ta-da! you'll be watching it. Yeah, um, we're starting with this podcast, and if I have some time this summer, I hope to go back and do all the original podcasts. So that way, because there's a lot out there. That yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I reference that people emailed me and said, what the hell is this? Right. Or what the heck, sorry, iTunes. Oh, I don't get the, really? Is that really? Don't want to get explicit. That's, that's an issue? It, is that a trouble word? I don't know if that's one, but I've, I've heard other people... Goodness. Kind of protected themselves with that. Holy cow. Well, so so he's going to start doing show notes. So just to kickstart it off, um, uh, Can't Buy Me Love with Patrick Dempsey and uh, um, um, Schindler's List and um, Free Willy. Free Willy? And Babysitter's Club um, from okay. the 90s. And, right. um, and your cut. No. Okay, well... Well, I'll add Third. those yeah. to the notes. Which yeah. It's going to be a pain in the ass. Do it. The, uh, now, I want to jump to our sponsors. Corporation. Please. Uh, I'd like to thank Edius and Grass Valley for extending their sponsorship. Awesome. And we'll link to their, their website so you can check out their software. And you can also check out Tej Babra's uh, review of their software that was about a month ago. And that's really important because that's how our The Good Team can still be around yes because we? that's what's required yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> servers are not cheap and yeah. when we have we have over four thousand almost five thousand submitted videos articles etc to art of the guillotine and we could not afford those servers and video systems without the help of edius so here's the challenge try and find some more sponsors for art of the guillotine <laughs> And at the same time, try to double the number of articles on the database. Whoa. Yeah. I just threw down the gauntlet. It blew our minds. I did. Now yes. we can jump to the forward film review. Okay, so the forward film review. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out a scene for everyone. So this past week, Gordon and I were going to see our puppy that we've bought. And we don't have him yet. We He's don't at the have the breeders. Yeah, we get him in a couple days. And some people may say we should have rescued a dog and not come with a breeder. But one of us hmm, um, has lots of um, breathing issues and requires a particular breed. And so we had to be very certain that we were getting exactly what we needed. And when so Lauren says, return one. And when Lauren says one of us, she gives me a look because sure that would do. be me. Yes, I do. My severe, severe asthma. Yes. So bad that sometimes if we go on vacation, we have to leave the room and ask them to change the sheets because they're too laundered. And they have then a we, particular chemical that sets off. Yeah. And then we have to go and have coffee. It's awful. Anyways, <laughs> in the middle of the night. Anyway, so yes, we're going to see the puppy. That's the point. Going to see the puppy and um, driving along. It's kind of a long drive. And Gord says, oh, so you'll never guess. Someone, uh, someone guessed the right answer for the forward film review and i was like no way that's awesome and then he said who do you think it was and i said 
Chip? And he said, it was Chip. And I was like, it is not Chip. And it totally was Chip. And I totally guessed it. So Chip, awesome. I yeah. can't believe how like cosmically connected we were. It was yes, so intense. Yes, and for those who don't remember, so Chip guessed Dexter on a, a forward film review guest a few weeks ago. Yes. And it so was actually, yeah, it was six feet under. And yeah. we were both shocked because we thought Dexter would have been an awesome one for that particular forward film review. So then Chip was like, I'll show you more. So That's he, not where he I rose stopped. out of the ashes. He's a uh, forward film review phoenix. He sure is. Yes. So Who we sent him a t-shirt. Amazing. And with our Facebook fan page, you can actually see all our shirt winners. Oh, Jamie and Glenn. They submitted photos. Submitted photos. Awesome. And we're hoping Chip will also submit a photo. And maybe Buster, our new puppy, will get a shirt too. And maybe he'll submit a photo. Oh my gosh, I'll be so cute. So for our next forward film review, we'll be doing it next week with my interview with the editor of The Cove, Jeffrey Richmond. So we're not giving one out today? Not today. Not on Lauren's render files. Oh, I see. I see. I just sit down and talk. I don't necessarily know how this all works. So, I however, used to be the producer and now I'm just a mouthpiece. But if you want to get in touch with us. Yes. So if you want to get in touch, there are many, many ways to do so. As Gord said, go to facebook.com slash art guillotine to like us. And you can email at info at art of the or you can tweet at, at Art Guillotine. So now we're going to go into this week's interview. Yay. And this one took a while to set up, but okay. the guys are great. And Oh, this is the app one? Yeah. Oh, I like this. All right. Interesting so, idea. Yeah. So we... I love adding digital functionality to an existing um, process. Yes. Well, back in January, I got contacted by uh, Nate Orloff. And Nate told me that he'd been working on this app for the new iPad. And he wanted to know if I would check it out and tell him what I thought. And I said, this is great. Why don't we have him on the show? And we had just started up Lauren's Render Files, which is, you know, not editor specifically, but, you know, edit somehow connected in the industry. Mm -hmm. So Nate and John, who runs Digital Rebellion at digitalrebellion.com, came on and we had a nice interview about their new app which is the cut notes so if you haven't seen it you can go to digitalrebellion.com and go through their menu they have a, a section for cut notes and there's actually a little video on it the video will run through everything it does but what it essentially does is you can give this to your director they can watch the film with you and they can make notes on their ipad as they go and along along to time code along to time code so instead of having scribbled notes you can't read now you can have a beautiful exported document that you can bring into final cut that completely matches your time code and you can also i believe have presets so that if you want to you know say i don't know what you guys say but like speed that up or yep you can create she presets doesn't look good there you can you know, specific actor names or whatever you want in there. You know, this actor sucks or this actor's amazing. And... What did Charlie Sheen just do? He's winning. That's what he did. <clears throat> Still winning. So, I encourage you guys to go check it out. They were extremely gracious with their time and they let me interview them. And so I'll let you listen to it. We put in tons of links in our notes for this because 
They have Twitter accounts, Facebook accounts. They have been liked by the Art of the Guillotine Facebook fan page. So you can actually follow through that. And many other things. So we encourage you to check it out and enjoy this interview. Can you tell us a bit about the app itself? Okay, well, um, Cut Notes is an iPad app that uh, that takes notes uh, with corresponding time codes. So the idea is that you watch um, a screening, and while you're watching the time codes going away, and, and then you just press a button when you see an error or a mistake on the screen. So um, there's a bad cut, you press the bad cut button. And um, it really, really um, speeds up note-taking. It also means that you're not constantly looking away from the screen to write something down which is also really useful. And uh, for more detailed notes, you can switch to the keyboard. Um, you can even set up, you can even edit the button, set up your own special uh, button keys for common things that you find coming up. And um, the app is $7.99, and it's available for the iPad only. And uh, it's available on the iTunes store. We also have um, a special section of our website dedicated to it at digitalrebellion.com forward slash cutnotes, all one word. Um, I just started sketching, and um, I posted on my blog forever ago um, about cut notes for iPad because I thought, you know, the cut notes, I mean, iPad is just a perfect little tool that you can maybe just bring along with you into a screening room because, I mean, I watched my producers have little pieces of paper and notes, and I would watch the editors walk around the hallways complaining about, did you understand this note? Ah, oh, no, I can't read her handwriting. And, you know, like, because they would be too afraid to go and ask for clarification. Be like, what time code was that? Like, I don't even know what the hell she's talking about. So um, I just I just thought that there would be a good utility that's, you know, in between the phone and in between, uh, you know, a full-fledged Mac. The iPad was perfect for this type of tool. How did you go about designing it so that you ensured that you weren't just getting simple notes like this is good, that's bad, but more in-depth notes? One of the things that we did from the start was the, like, I, I, that was part of my design was the original sketch, which is hilariously awful, that original sketch. I'm surprised John even liked the idea, just looking at that original <laughs> sketch, um, is the idea that you would have shortcuts mm-hmm. um, in addition to being able to just type on the keyboard. That was kind of always something that, that that dichotomy between the two, that if you wanted to write on the keyboard something specific, you could. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to write something like just simple market or, mm-hmm. you know, this is a sound hit, like that's that was also easy. And it was always supposed to be both of those. Well, that makes and it then, a million um, times easier to use, right? Exa- exactly. And so when John I asked his opinion on Twitter, says, hey, what do you think? I know you're, you do uh, Fonca Pro Maintenance back and I didn't even know he was interested in doing um, any iOS development at all. And he liked the idea and then offered to sort of be the developer of it and, and release it with, wow. you know, under the Digital Rebellion umbrella, which is amazing. Now, how does it sync with timecode? Um, well, it doesn't at the yeah. moment. What happens is you just press play in Final Cut Pro, press mm-hmm. play on cut notes at the same time. What do you think the, the top three notes that every editor uses that you've put into it? Mm. Interesting question. I, I don't know. I mean, I think... There's there's two different types of people that use it, like producers versus editors versus mm-hmm. even assists. Some people use it for concerts and watching live stuff. Some people yeah. use it to watch da- outputs. Like, I don't know. What do you think, John? Well, I think that um, with the default buttons we put in, I think we, we covered most of the common ones. You mm-hmm. know, like bad cut, um, audio hit, stuff like that. Now, are you planning to design it for other tablets? Um, not right now. I guess um, We're open-minded about that. Yeah. But... Uh, Right now, we, we like to keep things manageable. So what advantages do you see this app having over other forms of note 
taking systems, whether it be on a laptop or other app designs? I'll let you answer that one, Nate. Personally, I uh, I think that it's right in line with the the concept of what an iPad is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, note taking, like word processing. Sure, you know, iPad has pages and it's great and all, but I think you know, I don't think anyone's writing research papers on an iPad. They're using mm-hmm. Word or maybe Pages on a on a Mac or a PC because it needs that full utility. But note taking is something that needs to be quick. It probably needs to be bigger than the size of a phone, so it's so it's easy. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be just easy. And just you launch the app, you press play along with the editor or screening or a DVD or whatever works, and, and you just go and you just go. And yeah. it's just on your lap and you can do whatever you, you can just it's a laptop is so impersonal and, mm-hmm. and it's it's useful and has obviously more utility, but I honestly don't think that I think I think cut notes, you know, whatever platforms the future holds, the, I think the iPad is the best and most perfect platform for it. Now you updated recently to one point zero point two, if I'm correct. Yes. Uh, what were some of the updates that you made? Well, we made uh, several changes since one point You can now edit the notes. You can now uh, go back and edit, edit the notes, make them longer, edit the time code. That was a change in one zero two. In one zero one, we had uh, we had a time of day time code, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool because um, it means you don't have to press play to sync it to a source. You just sync the the camera or or whatever the source is um, to use time of day time code, and then the iPad just uses its internal clock. How do you see then? How do you see the tablets changing the film industry? I think the iPad is really a game changer on set because at first when it first came out, I thought that it was just a big iPhone. I thought, what's the difference? It's just an iPhone. I thought the I thought the exact same thing. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, and then I realized that. With a bigger screen, you can actually have more intuitive interfaces. You can, it can actually resemble desktop apps in many ways. And I think that's really powerful. Yeah, and I completely agree. And, and, and there's a lot of ways you can resemble a desktop app. And, now, and, and on the same note, there's, there's just, it's, it's a whole new interface subculture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in, you can not only re, you know emulate desktop apps, you can create new types of interfaces. Cut notes. The current UI design would not work on any other type of screen. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't yeah. work if you took over the screen on a, on a on a MacBook, and it's just it's it's very touch based, and you couldn't you just couldn't do it any other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's and there's tons of apps like that, and and I completely agree with John that you know the iPhone is useful and wonderful and awesome. That the iPhone is, mm-hmm. it's still a phone. And you know, I don't, I can't see a production, you know, that's spending eighty thousand dollars on a shoot, maybe plugging in the camera to an iPhone and trusting it. Like, like Movie Slate is a great iPad, iPhone app, mm-hmm. and they, you can do cool things with like uh, syncing time code for uh, music video shoots, like mm-hmm. play a song off the iPod library. I just don't know how widely used that is, because yeah. there's there's a lot. I don't know if I don't know I'm, if I was a producer, I don't know if I'd be okay with trusting everything in a little tiny phone. Now, I have so. two two more questions for you. I guess the first is, where do you see this app going? Well, we've got um, a whole load of features planned for the future, and we don't want to give too much away, but probably number one on everyone's list is uh, time code syncing with Final Cut Pro. Mm-hmm. And that's something that um, we're definitely looking into, and we're going to have some exciting announcements in the not-too-distant future. Okay, and then the last question, which I ask everyone uh, I interview, is what's your favorite guilty pleasure film? Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Speed Racer. Okay, that's a good one. I really like The Lonely Guy. 
And okay. it's the kind of movie, if you look on IMDb, there's a split. Either people love it or people hate it. And mm. I happen to be on the love camp, but there, there are a huge number of people on the hate camp as well. Okay. Well, thank you guys for letting me uh, interview you. Thanks, Gordon. No thank you. So that was our interview with Nate and John. Lauren, what'd you think? Good stuff. I like that product. I think it's interesting. And if you have any apps or anything like that that you think is interesting or you'd like to hear more about, see if maybe Gord can find the creator and interview them, you should definitely let us know because I love apps. Yes, Lauren is a app. Be careful. Yes. So this is the end of our show. Yeah. Next week, we'll have Jeffrey Richmond on. Okay. And if people want to get in touch with us, how do they do that? Um, on Facebook, facebook.com slash artguillotine on email, info at artoftheguillotine.com and on Twitter at artguillotine. I'd like to thank the guys, John and Nate, for allowing me to interview them. I'd like to thank Lauren Burkell. Uh, thank you. I'm Gordon Burkell. Yay, Chip! Oh, yes. And congrats to Chip. Go Chip. Go Chip. Oh, and um, uh, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honorable mention to Jeremy. Sorry. Um, This is kind of like a a postscript. Um, Jeremy also um, emailed in the correct answer, but it was after Chip. Yes. And um, it wasn't wasn't after Chip. We had pulled Chip's name out of the big basket of names. Right. Right. So it was a little bit late. However, Jeremy, if you're listening, did you not see... How inspiring Chip's struggle to the top was. I, I want you to take that and run with it because I'm also really interested in some of the stuff that you're editing. Okay, that's all. Well, because um, we did get many right answers. We got a lot of submissions, but only Ooh, a few good. right right answers. And if you think about it, how many people could possibly be listening to, to Lauren's render files? So everybody should be voting or like um, guessing because high, high chance that you could get a shirt. And then maybe if you've already got a shirt, you could get a second shirt. I'm Gordon Raquel. Thanks for listening. Bye.